right. Good evening, Milwaukee. It's five minutes past six o'clock. You are tuned in for WMSC's local live. Buckle up, because we have a special return guest tonight. Happy to welcome the one, the only, Old Earth back into the studios. Hooray! As I, as I mentioned last week, uh, Old Earth was our inaugural uh, local live guest when we did our pilot episode way back in November of... What was that, 2012, 2013? 13 or 14. Yeah, we should like know that. this, I but know. it never saw the light of air. No. It was just a practice round, and Todd so graciously did it, so it's only fair that we have him back in here for the real deal. Exactly. Uh, I think most people who've been around the Milwaukee scene, uh, for for you, you uh, Old Earth probably needs no introduction, Todd Umhofer, but uh, for those of you who may not know, uh, he was... Uh, I think I first heard of him uh, with his uh, album Out the Spheres of the Sorrowful Mysteries, which I think was 2009, and i kind of been following him ever since then. Just a really great uh, performer, one of my favorite songwriters that's that's really ever come out of the Milwaukee scene, I'd have to say, and uh, he ended up moving to California uh, shortly after we recorded that pilot episode, I believe, and uh, he happens to be back in town for some shows over this past weekend and uh, the previous weekend before he heads off to St. Louis. So we thought, hey, let's have him in. Yeah, his and last last Milwaukee hurrah of the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad we have him here in the studio. I'd like to get him on the air in just a second, but first we have to thank those who make WMSC's Local Live possible each and every week, so we'll do that. And we'll be right back with Old Earth. WMSC's Local Live is brought to you by Hi-Hat and The Garage, located on Arlington and Brady Street on Milwaukee's east side. The Park House patio is now open for lunch on weekdays with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat also offers a bottle program on their single-barrel, private-labeled bottles. More information at hihatonbrady.com. And thank you to Hi-Hat Garage, who make Local Live on WMSC possible each and every week. Now we are very, very happy to bring you our live musical guest for tonight, Old Earth. Thank you. 
won't find grace Won't find a ray in the dark Or the call Or the call Or the call Out in smoke, 
is all that's left of us underneath the growing rust undone and in case Thank you. 
like something upstream is blocking the coast. It's like something mistaken for something up close. This is Joe Wong, host of The Trap Set, a show about the lives of drummers. Drummers are usually the least interviewed members of the band, but they often have the most interesting things to say. From world-famous superstars to unheralded geniuses, The Trap Set features the life stories of the artists that laid the foundation for some of the greatest music ever created. Listen every Tuesday at noon, right here on 91.7 WMSE. WMSC's acclaimed weekly segment, Local Live, is now available as a free downloadable podcast, conveniently side-by-side with all of your favorite music podcasts over at iTunes. Listen to each week's edition of Local Live after it happens every Tuesday night and absorb some of Milwaukee and Wisconsin's most creative, complex, and charismatic music, stories, and personalities. Go to iTunes and type in WMSE to find Local Live as a podcast, along with other great WMSE podcasts, including The Disclaimer and Trap Set with Joe Wong. All right, welcome back. You are tuned into WMSE's Local Live. Our guest for tonight is Old Earth, a.k.a. Todd. Uh, for the record, how do you pronounce your last name? Umhofer. Umhofer. Okay, I've heard all kinds of words, yeah, all, all kinds yeah. of ways. You know what I mean. <laughs> Even with my own family, people say it different ways. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I think we were talking about your family uh, before uh, you started playing, and you pronounce it Umhafer. Did I? 
Did you? <laughs> we'll just pretend. You I did. feel like I've been doing the Umhofer for a while. Umhofer. I feel okay. it's closer to what what it's supposed to be, but mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you you. I feel like people in Milwaukee are familiar with you, so I we want to dig a little deeper. Sure. Into uh, your past history. <laughs> Dig up the dirt. <laughs> so we know you went to school for art. Um, is, is art a bigger part of your life right now? Or is music now that you're kind of like, you know, changing directions in general? Sure. Honestly, I feel when everything's at its best, the art and the music are, are kind of working all equally. Um, and, and just seeing how they're interacting is, is really something I've been interested in. And how do the lyrics, you know, work into the fine art? And a lot of the images that I've worked with, with the uh, fine artwork, came from from coming out of lyrics, and and just the interplay is huge. So, mm-hmm. do you have any uh, like favorite artists or designers that you look to for inspiration, or that were like big influences on you? Wow, that's great. Uh, growing up, I was really into illustration and and particularly like comic books and, and that sort of thing, animation. Um, I feel like uh, Chuck Jones, who was an animator with all the you know classic Bugs Bunny stuff, that, that stuff is just, it's still so beautiful to me. It, it's perfect. And mm-hmm. if I could have, you know, some sort of visual, or uh, some uh, audio counterpart to that, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there any like particular character, Chuck Jones character that you really relate to? I, I mean, he handled Bugs Bunny as as best as anyone ever could i mean he had this character and he, he made it flamboyant and he took risks with it but it, it was it was perfect yeah hmm. okay. <laughs> enough said i guess <laughs> <laughs> um so kind of going switching to the music side uh-huh. uh, when did you first pick up a guitar was it on your own accord or did someone pass one along to you was it acoustic or electric sure yeah i had a uh an electric it was a honer and it looked kind of like a telecaster and uh um I got that as a gift, um, and then the first one I bought myself, I was working at a greenhouse, and um, that was like an SG copy. It was a, it was a Epiphone, but yeah, everything was was very self-directed. I, I wanted it really bad. Um, I took maybe two lessons, and he kind of taught me how to tune the guitar. And then I was like, all right, I've had enough. You know, I'm gonna go and learn this on my own. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was just yeah. Uh, that was like 1995. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. when did, when did you? figure out the the power of the almighty loop pedal (laughs) (laughs) that was 2009 i think or 10 Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah i I worked with that for a year before i would even play out with it um i wanted to get really comfortable and make it not just seem like something that's added on into the uh pedal chain but Mm -hmm. something that and it has changed the songwriting completely like it really it, it made everything so much easier for me to learn how to write lead parts or sing and not have to just play the same part over and over again you just put it on the loop and I mean there there have been times where I had it looping and just walk around the studio with it on for hours hours and hours yeah and just let it set in and see what words shake free from it and just let it let it live in in the space and in my head for for a while and see what happens do you you think like old earth could have been old earth without the looping pedal or do you think it would have been a little bit of a different beast yeah I mean before that it was it was still called old earth when i was using an acoustic 12 string and kind of writing everything around that and i was searching for a fullness i think that that was that was what i was looking for and it just happened to be the looping tool um it, it's not that i have any great interest in technology or or <laughs> any of that i mean it, it, if there was a way for me to loop without having a looper <laughs> there's, i don't know or, uh, i'm just looking for ways to strip things down and keep it really simple and clean um mm. but yeah that's that's 
a piece of technology that I've become dependent on. So, yeah. So how were you originally introduced to like the Milwaukee music scene? Like who were some of the first people you collaborated with? Oh, that's, that's good. Uh, when I was in high school, um, a lot of people in my class and the class above me were, were active in making bands and uh, some of them were playing in bands in Chicago. Uh, so throughout high school, we'd always be going up to uh, Green Bay and, and Chicago to go see shows. And it just finding people in Milwaukee, then you, you start seeing the people who were also driving to Green Bay and Chicago. And, and uh, it, it just happens really naturally. You just you spend enough time around music and, and at the record stores and stuff, and you just see people. And yeah, so there wasn't any great like entrance into it. It was all just, it, I felt like I, from the first... Uh, um, what do you call it? The, uh, the VFW shows, like from seeing those when I was like 14, I was just like, all right, I'm in this. Like it, 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 here's like a, the secret kind of like countercultural place where, where people are just doing things on their own terms and making things happen on their own. And that, that was deeply inspiring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still have shows at VFWs. I, I hope so. About that. <laughs> oh, you said they do or do I, they? I don't know. I was wondering because yeah. they did even when, when I was growing up in Janesville, they had shows at Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Sure. It seems like they'd, you never see that anymore. I haven't but, seen right. one in five years. Right? No. <laughs> We're too old for those. <laughs> right. Maybe, Maybe some, they just don't tell it. us about it. I don't know. <laughs> so then you've you you know you're, you've collaborated with a lot of different musicians in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. So what was yeah. it like moving to California and sort of starting from square one again? Sure. Uh, well, I wasn't entirely square one. Um my best friend out there, Chad, um, had played in bands with me in, when I was living in Madison for a while. Okay. And so I had him right off the bat, and John Mueller introduced me to William Ryan Fritch, who was out in Petaluma, which is right next to Sonoma. And that was great. He he was really amazing to work with. I mean, I just sent him the stuff, and two days later he turned it around, and it was just gorgeous. So um, that and just going out and, and having to just go to every show that that i can and just try to meet meet the people and get get linked up so it Mm -hmm. it hasn't been too hard i've been more outgoing like in the past year than i have in my entire life so just just going out and trying to meet strangers it's it's weird but i feel (laughs) i feel good about it i think it's a healthy thing (laughs) indeed yeah once you can get past that hurdle of or the mindset Yep. Of it being scary, then yeah, yeah, it is kind all. of scary. Yeah, <laughs> legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> well, so why did you initially choose to move to California in the first place? Uh, that was something since I was very little. I, I always felt drawn out there. Um, a lot of the mythology of uh, I grew up on a lot of the '50s and '60s rock, and and what was going on there at the time just, just really intrigued me and and called to me. And the more I learned about it as I grew up, the, the better it seemed to get, you know, finding out that the beats, you know, what they were doing out there, the poets and, uh, the Black Panther party being founded out there, all these things, uh, all of these, it, it was a revolutionary place. And th- that drew me, that really drew me. So it just took a long time with, it's complicated with family, you know, and <laughs> some, some people just, uh, they want you around and, you know, that's the best thing to do sometimes, but then sometimes you just have to go and figure out what you need to be doing for yourself. <laughs> yeah, so. and then you can always come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I feel I, I'm I'm coming back often enough, and it, it's nice. I'm working on it. It's a tough balance, but are those the only two uh, like regions you've lived in now? And is Milwaukee area and then California? Uh, correct. Yeah, Milwaukee, yeah. Madison, San Francisco, and now Sonoma. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what's been like the most significant experience you've had since you since moving out there? Like, I don't know, like the was there like a turning point where you felt like you know this you had arrived out there or anything like that? 
in in some ways it's such a struggle and and being there tests you in a lot of ways and um i like that yeah <laughs> uh i feel like i'm drifting off the question though i, I want to make sure i'm answering it right <laughs> <laughs> well it's uh i'm just wondering if there was like a if there was a, a moment where you were like you felt like oh yeah this this is uh this shows me that I've I've made the right decision or like you were really happy that you had done it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, honestly, I feel that gratitude every day. And the place I'm living in is also happens to be the most beautiful house and, and environment that I've lived in. And uh, I feel that every day. I'm just like, yep, yep, this is this is the right thing. I mean, it, it as much as it hurts, you know, not being able to see the buddies and, and you miss out on a lot of stuff and watching it from a distance isn't easy. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm connected as best I can. But I, I feel mm-hmm. I'm in the right place, and and yeah, it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we know uh, we, we you played a good chunk of Lay for June, which was your most recent release. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to turn that on its head, talk a bit about the cover art for Lay for June. Sure. Uh, whose work is it, and how does it relate to that that particular batch of songs? Sure. It was uh, created by this woman, Jamie Morgan. And she's a friend of a friend from when I went to Myad. And I, I found her work just bouncing around on um, Instagram. And I was, it, it was from that series of, of the roadkill with the plastic flowers around it. And it, it's striking and really smart and beautiful. And um, it just spoke to the work. I just knew it right away. I had uh, I'd been picking away at Lay for June for almost a year. And a couple of the EPs that needed to come out before it were were kind of I had to get those done first. Um, so it's been a long process, and really the artwork changed how the music, I think, functioned as well. Just um, And and there's there's plays, too, in there with... Um, uh, <laughs> what's the word where it's... Uh, you know, the same word means two different things. <laughs> uh, so you have a lei, you know, like, um, like a Hawaiian lei, like that you would uh, ring of flowers around your neck. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this deer is lying on the ground... Um, and, and a lay as in kind of like laying into something uh, like really like with a drive and, and focus. Um, so it, it has all those things floating around in it. And um, yeah, just, just visually this, this kind of washed out heavy, there's, but there's splotches of pink on the cover. <laughs> and yeah, it, it really works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a really gentle image. I mean, although it's it not is. at the same time. Right, yeah, yeah. It, it it has this implied violence, you know, that there was mm-hmm. something that, yeah, really dramatic, but but it's such a peaceful point now. And, and there was adding the flowers to it, like, kind of shows a respect for for that life that was there. And, it, yeah, I, I feel that's what I wanted to do with the record. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and you, you played the, uh, the entire album actually at, uh, Inspiration Studios over the weekend. Um, Correct. Can you tell people a little bit about Inspiration Studios? I think it's kind of, it's not a very well-known venue, so. No, and it, it's mostly functions as like a, a theater black box. And, uh, one of the times when I was in town, I was asked, I was wanted to like put a show together and I was looking for a venue that was just a little bit off the beaten path and I was hanging out with Chris Porterfield and he was just like, hey, there's this place in my neighborhood that opened up and you know what? <laughs> it's a converted funeral home and I think that's completely in your wheelhouse. So I just <laughs> I just called over to Erico at um, Inspiration Studios and I talked to him that day and he was really interested in, in what I had to say. He was interested in bringing music in and it, it yeah, it's great. So I feel like I'm investing in it in a way um they, they don't have a lot of music there but I, for some reason i want to put energy into it and uh, i just like what erico's doing and i like what the space is about and how it feels in there 
and um, yeah, the spookiness is good. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, um, before we get you back out there for a second set, uh, you've mentioned that Old Earth is kind of going on an indefinite hiatus following the next album. What, where do you plan to shift your focus, and when would you ever stop creating music? Sure. Well, well I'll n- I'm not talking about stopping music by any stretch. I, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as as long as my body cooperates, I'll play guitar every day for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> but uh, as far as the Old Earth project, I felt definitely with Lay for June, I'm I'm like. I'm kind of here at this logical conclusion in a way. I felt that uh, I proved to myself that I could do like a longer form piece of music. And so that was good. And, and now with the new work, I'm I'm trying to focus on what can I get done in shorter chunks. And, and I don't want to do the blending as much. I want to have, uh, so the group of songs I'm working on now, I have seven of them and it's loosely titled uh, Six Around One, which has a lot of um, esoteric uh just, just principles playing off it, and and I'll explain more of it as as the work gets done. But um, it's kind of like I, I had this one song, and then I'm I'm taking bits of it and putting it into these other six. And um, I don't even really want to call it an album. I don't want it to be listened to in any specific order. I just want kind of just want to pop the songs out as they're done, and l- let each song stand on its own, which I've never really done, and uh, see how how much territory I can cover in in two or three minutes, which. You know, can, can I bring someone all the way down and back up again mm-hmm. <laughs> in that time? So I, I'm excited about that challenge. But uh, yeah, I mean, Old Earth as a name can just sit on the shelf for a little while until I kind of need it. And I feel in some ways like my spiritual practice has developed in a way where I don't, it's not put into the music as much as it was. Like now now um, the, the discipline of, of trying to be more on my meditation and stuff is, is good. It's kind of filling that gap. So that's good. Um, and I want to put more energies into doing the film scoring, and I feel that's a good place. Like the work I've done is is very cinematic, and I like doing live film scores. Um, I did one for a silent vampire film from the '30s um, in Oakland. When nice. I was out there, yeah, it was a 114-minute continuous piece, and that was the first thing I wrote with the. Uh, you might have noticed that effect with the where it sounds like a bass guitar. With mm-hmm. the guitar. Yeah, uh, that was the first time I was using that tool, and I was like, okay, I can. I can make things really heavy finally <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, kind of hit that pocket live. Um, so it feels great. And yeah, I'm excited. So no one should be bummed out or anything. I'm not giving up anything or, or <laughs> um, yeah, quitting or burnt out. It, it's nothing like that. It's just that maybe, maybe um, this has been said to me. I didn't come up with this, but just maybe every song isn't an older song that I write, you know. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Right. You're branching out. Yeah. It's <laughs> encouraging. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, I have this. Uh, publishing kind of company that or house or whatever you would want to call it that I've been um, slowly building and that's called Arrow Girl and I just I just want to see if I can put the old earth energy into Arrow Girl and, and kind of work at this at this body of work that I created with old earth and, and sort through it now now that I have a few years to kind of look back on it and say okay what did this all mean how can I you know go back and um, I don't know <laughs> just just continue to to share it with through the the, the self publishing kind of model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you put so much work into something, it's like you know sometimes you don't have time to think about how you no. present something, and yep. then you look back and you kind of restructure, reshape things that you've worked on. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to maybe dip into try to do more some sort of more retrospective release where it's a CD with a bunch of the the stuff because there's so much stuff floating around and it'd be nice to kind of curate it or. Or presented in a way where it would all work as one body. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> Real cool. Yeah. Sweet. 
All right. Well, let's get you back out there. You're going to play two more for us. Yeah. What one and Wake? Yeah. Uh, what stories? one from, uh, from the EP, What one? And then we'll mm-hmm. pull a song off of Wake in the Wells. I'm not sure which, which one yet, but I'll probably have to come to that decision as, <laughs> as the previous song is ending. So. <laughs> All right. We'll figure that Keep out. Keep us in suspense. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Thank you. Todd. All right. We'll be back with more music from Old Earth live on WMSC in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Streaming WMSC from anywhere in the world is now easier than ever. From your computer, tablet, or smartphone, simply visit WMSC.org, click Listen Live at the top of the page, and away you go. Listening to WMSC anywhere and everywhere you may be. Coffee Roasting Company's Radio Roast is perfect for turning down the volume, tuning out, and finding a place to nap. Just like WMSC. Wait. Anodyne's Radio Roast is made just for WMSC. And just like the station, it's bold, one of a kind, and essential for getting you through the day. Milwaukee's own Anodyne Coffee Roasting Company has made a specialty blend with a portion of the proceeds going to supporting independent radio programming. Crafted for the bold personality that represents the Mighty 91. Expect to find notes of dark chocolate, melon, and orange citrus in the finish. Get it at Anodyne locations in Walker's Point on Bruce Street, Bayview on Kinnikinick, and at the Public Market in the Third Ward. Or go to WMSE's online store at WMSE.org. Harvey, want anything special for your birthday? Just a decent cup of coffee. All right, you are tuned into WMSC's Local Live, and now we bring you another round of Old Earth here on WMSE. What's held from another day And hand held to all that's shaking back And all oh, the vessel And all oh, the sight And all oh, predictable
WMSC presents the Dirty Bourbon River Show at Bastille Days on Sunday, July 17th at 7 p.m. The Dirty Bourbon River Show were previously our guests at last year's Backyard Barbecue, so it was only fitting for us to welcome them back to Milwaukee. Known for their New Orleans-style gypsy music and self-proclaimed creators of New Orleans gypsy circus rock, you can expect a little bit of everything with a guarantee of copious amounts of energy. For more information, please go to wmse.org slash calendar. It's a little bit funny This feeling inside All right, we are back for This Is Your Song, the part of Local Live where our guest tells us what has inspired them. Not the most, that's too much pressure, but no. a good one. Yep, good a pick. real good one. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you pick, Todd? I picked uh, Pro Call Harem's A Whiter Shade of Pale. And uh, that place, or that song put me in a weird place when I was little. Uh, I, I kind of grew up really digging into the uh, oldies, Golden Oldies Radio. And uh, it it disturbed me in a weird way. You know, it, it has such a creepy, creepy, spooky thing going on. But um, I was always so drawn to it and... Uh, as as I got older and, and really began to appreciate the lyrics and as a lyric, lyric writer, um, it, it's something I wish I would have written and there's a lot of similarities uh, going on in there and, and just phrases that I would have used or, or names and stuff that I would have picked. So it, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your kin. kin it song. really is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's give it a spin. When's the last time you heard this one? Um, oh, well... A buddy had brought it up, um, had posted some lyrics with a picture on, on a, online or something, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That, that's amazing. Um, so the last time I heard it, though, was probably, I don't know, a couple months. 
Probably a couple months. Yeah. All right. Have you ever seen the movie The Commitments? No. Uh, they use it. They they, they kind of use they kind of joke on it in that movie. It's it's a good movie. I like that movie. They're making fun of it though. No, they're not making fun of it. They're good. like. Uh, <laughs> They they get the opportunity to use this big organ and so he's playing. Oh, it sure. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, hey, if you, if I knew how to play that, I guess that'd probably be something I'd jump to too. <laughs> <laughs> someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, sweet. Well, let's give it a spin and we'll be back to talk to Todd about this and that and the other thing. <laughs> Stay tuned. But the sun's been quite.
pretty enjoyable i think all of us were singing along with that one <laughs> that's rare <laughs> <laughs> it was so harmonious <laughs> well todd uh it's been really great having you back in milwaukee yeah and um of course this is obviously still your home um I'll always be from here yeah do you do you know when uh, your path might cross with everyone in milwaukee again next uh well there's talk with um i'm working on a film score now and uh it's called why we drive and it's my uh brother-in-law's project and he's a race car driver and basically the the thing is where the premise is how do you go from being someone that just really enjoys driving to being someone going 200 miles an hour on (laughs) around a racetrack you know and and that connection that you develop with the machine i mean really it it, it, your life is in its hands and um and i love driving and I thought it'd be great to write some music that would be a standalone piece of music where you can put it on your car and feel really good to kind of drive a little faster than you normally would too. Um, <laughs> but also uh, work that can then they can edit to and put in the movie. So okay. yeah, so uh, we might be doing a little uh, presentation thing in September, and I'll come out and maybe play a little bit of the score, or, or depending on how far the movie is edited by that point, maybe play along, uh, do a live score kind of piece. Or so yeah, so a few months I'll come back. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting. And uh, remind people where they can find your latest music too while they're waiting for you to come back and do that. Sure. OldEarthContact.bandcamp.com is the best resource. That's where I put everything. I have some SoundCloud stuff, and there's some stuff on SoundCloud that isn't on the Bandcamp uh, too. So to get the, I guess, full picture, <laughs> got to go to the both both the resources. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you can find it all on the iTunes and all all the business, all that business, Amazon, you know those folks um <laughs> right on well it's been really nice having you back oh yeah thank you so much for having me and and, and fitting me in for this and i, I really appreciate it absolutely safe um, travels thank you <laughs> indeed all right well cal's got got the notes the notes i got the, the notes <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to thank you all for tuning in to tonight's edition of local live on wmse local live is a production of wmse radio Recorded and broadcast live from the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio on the downtown campus of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf, Cal Roach, Don Moore, and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli. Photos by Debbie Duras, except not today. Hospitality for Local Live artists provided by Peppy's Pizza, who can be found online at peppyspizzaonline.com. Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com and by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at SpreckerBrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit WMSE.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Bo Triplex. That's going to be a, 
a funky one. Yeah, I guarantee. He's going to be here with his beautiful band. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just to also let you know, it is 7 o'clock on the dial. You're tuned in to 91.7 FM. WMSC Milwaukee, we are Frontier Radio Alive and listener-supported broadcast of the Milwaukee School of Engineering, where it is 85 degrees. It's a warm one out there today, everyone. Uh, we might cool down a little bit. Looks like showers and thunderstorms for the rest uh, of the day might occur between 3 and 6 in the morning. Just a tiny tenth of an inch possible uh, for tomorrow. 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy with a high of 83 degrees. And yeah, that does it for Local Live. Tune in again next Tuesday for Bo Triplex and his beautiful band. And thanks again to the Hi-Hat Garage for supporting Local Live on WMSE and to Old Earth.